want to be a homeowner, but you don't know where to start, guess what? I'm going to help guide you through. My name is Cameron Diabas, and I am a seasoned mortgage professional, and I am the podcaster general of the Home Buyer Hustle. And I'm here to help guide you through credit, income, assets, the mortgage application, and all those pitfalls that you need to avoid, things you may not have known about, and there's a special bonus just for you. That's right, just for you. We're also going to talk about down payment assistance. We're also going to talk to real estate professionals, people in the real estate game, inspectors, and that are going to be able to help let you know what they look for when they're inspecting homes and so forth. So without any other delay, let's take the dive. Let's have some fun. So you made it back. I told you Cindy was going to be joining us. And remember, Cindy's from John L. Scott Madrona Real Estate. She's one of the top real estate agents that are out there. And remember, when I talked last time, I talked about getting the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval. Remember, if you can remember one thing from this podcast, Pre-approval, a fully underwritten pre-approval is king or queen. So that is what you want. Because what happens when you get that fully underwritten pre-approval, it already has the conditions. And that way the lender, like I said, or myself, we can already start gathering up those conditions. So the only things that you're going to need is going to be they're going to do the title work. They're going to do the appraisal, right? And hopefully before the appraisal, they're going to do a home inspection. And Cindy and I are going to kind of go back and forth on the home inspection because a lot of people don't think it's important, but I think it's extremely important because you don't want to get stuck in a money pit. And I understand you're all anxious. You got to get it. You know, it's like that boyfriend or girlfriend, you just want one, and then you you get one, and then you're like, I didn't want this one. So (laughs) that's the thing. And we're going to work you through it. So remember, pre-approval, fully underwritten, through an underwriter, with conditions, through the loan officer. So there's no guessing. You actually have a strong offer, and that the seller isn't going to have to be worrying if this thing is going to tank in the 11th hour. All right. Now let's take it one step further. Now we're going to talk about what things should you really be looking at when you buy that first home? Cindy, let take it away. Let, let, let's go. Yeah, over let's there. talk about it. So yeah. the last thing you want to end up with is a money pit, right? right. We've all seen that movie. Yes. <laughs> The money pit. So there's um, several things when you first out, you know, shopping for a home before you even decide. I mean, you might walk in and go, wow, this looks nice. You know, it's like looking at a car on the outside. Well, it looks good to me, you know, but you don't see what the engine looks like. Right. Right. So you want to go in and you want to really look at the furnace, you know, that was somebody Having it serviced regularly, is does it look like it's okay or is it making noises? Maybe check the hot water tank. 
Um, how old is the hot water tank? I mean, these are these are big money spenders for people. Check for any kind of water damage or mold in the house. That's huge, you know. That's going to be very costly, and that could mm-hmm. also cause a lot of your you headaches. What if it? Would be well, yeah. What it's if gonna, it's upstairs? It's going to be extremely, extremely like critical. There's water damage. The water damage, you know, what happens is the drywall is compromised. It's weaker. And you know what the the bad part is, is then you got to look for mold. Right. Where there's water damage, there's always mold. Right. And and, And I understand everybody's anxious. But you know what? Think about it like this. If I'm going to buy a car... I'm going to take it to a mechanic and I'm going to have, and I'm going to pay the money that it's going to cost for that mechanic to do a, to do a check on the car. They check the compression, they check all the transmission, you know, they listen to the motor, they do all that stuff. Does it work right? Check the brakes. Yeah. 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 You know, the home inspectors do the same thing. Well, if you have water damage, you know, chances are, you have a plumbing leak behind the wall, which means your pipes are leaking. And, I mean, it could cause a lot of damage. I mean, even, you know, open the cupboards and look and make sure it's dry and there's nothing leaking underneath, you know. and At all. The bathroom, look up in the shower, make sure the bendle, you know, that that fan is actually venting out. Right. You know, that venting out means it's got enough suction that it's sucking out the moisture. Right. Last thing you want to do is be sitting there watching TV and have a bathtub fall down. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't yeah. be fun at all. No, it wouldn't. You know, or or you find yourself like Tori Spelling and have to move into an RV <laughs> because your house has mold. Yeah. You know? Well, well, funny games roof. The work. roof is a big one, too. You know, check the condition of your roof and maybe the gutters. Make sure there's no rot on the outside. I mean, these are just quick checks when you're when you're looking at a house. Wow, did this, did these people really take care of this home, or have they just neglected it and it's starting to fall apart? So, and they waited to the last minute to do that maintenance, which you know sometimes it doesn't really matter if they waited to the very end to do the maintenance. A lot of it is going to get redone anyway. You know, they're going to do it. But you don't want to find out that they just painted over the water damage. You know, and and as long as they didn't, you know, if they did it at the last minute, as long as it hasn't, doesn't have too much damage, you know, from. Right. Because houses, there's a lot of maintenance. I mean, you have to be prepared that you're going to be. The stuff is expensive. There is no landlord, you know. Yeah. And there's a form in the real estate contract called the Form 17. You guys really need to remember that number, the Form 17, which yeah. is going to say that's the disclosure. The buyer, or the not the buyer, but the seller is going to, in good faith, tell you everything that they know is wrong with that house. I mean, and it's like anything else in life. Unfortunately, some people are going to be forthright and honest. And other people are going to be, I'm not saying anything. Just be quiet and let it go. Well, you know what I mean? Unless it's an estate sale. So if right. it's from a, right. 
you know, that somebody passed and they're not required because they didn't live in the house. So that's right. what you want to exactly. really be on the lookout for that kind of stuff. But the other thing yeah. we talked about was the location. So location is really important to know what your neighborhood's going to be like, you know? Right. I mean, you exactly. don't want to move into some neighborhood and have them be a big party house right next door, you know? Right. You know, definitely. Valid, valid point. You know, because you you know you want to find out a couple of things. Like, like Cindy said, you want to find out the neighbors. You're going to have your agent go with you, and they're going to door knock, and they're going to find out about the neighbors around you on all sides of you across the street behind you because you just don't know. What if you have that neighbor that's a nosy neighbor, the one that stockpiles shit <laughs> in the backside of the fence, so every time you open up your back door, you see it. And I've lived this, man. I've seen it. Yeah. Or the Mrs. Kravitz neighbor, you know, that's that's always the one pinpointing every little, every little thing that you do, you know. But, I mean... You know, and some of it you just have to live with. But really, I mean, like you, like we were saying, go at different times of the week. Go on a Saturday mm -hmm. night or a Friday night at nighttime and see what the noise level is like, you know. And see. Yeah, exactly. And here's another pointer. So if you see, like, one of those little machines that emits that little blue signal, like you see at Lowe's and Home Depot from time to time, those actually are are from law enforcement. Then they indicate like high areas of drug trafficking. What so, I didn't know that. Just, just saying, you know. So kind of go That's through. The, I would, yeah, I would check the neighborhood. You know, if you plan on having a family, and those things are, you know, school districts are extremely important. Yeah, it's not going to be very fun to get that home of your dreams and find out that the school district sucks. Right. You know, I mean, that's going to, that would be like, you know, that, that would be disheartening. That would be, yeah, that would be, that would be terrible. You know, maybe look for what tennis shoes on the power line. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like an indication of a drug? Yeah, I, I, I thought so. I know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, oh, there's so many of those things now. It's like, I, I don't know. I was watching, because I don't, like, I have this cold. And so I started watching, like, Bewitched. It's on this oh, streaming channel called Free Free TV. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that was back in the day, those sexist guys, man. Right. You know? It's, like, un unbelievable. But, like I said, if you're going to have a family, definitely look in the school districts. You know, also the other thing, why don't you get in your car and see how long it would take you to get from from that new proposed house to your work? Right. In rush hour traffic. In rush hour. <laughs> if that's yeah. what you drive in, you know. And right. And what other back rows into your place there are, because that may be indicate that there's some shortcuts that you can take. And shorten your commute, but right. nobody wants to sit in traffic for an hour, hour and a half, hour and you know forty five minutes. You're right. But you know, and and I think that those are the really big ones. And I also, as Cindy mentioned, the roof. So with the roof, 
You have to remember, oh, that's one of the questions that the homeowner's insurance company is going to ask you to get the best quote on your insurance. They're going to ask you when the last time that that roof was replaced. And if you don't know, you need to find out from your agent and have your agent make a call and find out. Yeah. Because if it only has a couple years useful life, you know what? Roofs aren't cheap. No, they're not. You know, and they last anywhere from what, 15 to 50 years or something. Yeah. Depending. Yeah. On I just had mine. Yeah. I just had mine replaced. I had all new wood put down, all new wood, all new underlayment, all new shingles. And my roof is guaranteed for 50 years. There you go. So I will never have to worry about it in my lifetime. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, and that's another point to make. When people buy, you know, it doesn't have to be your home for life. You know, <laughs> no. it's like you're buying the house that you need for right now. Because, you know, our needs change. You know, even our neighborhoods change. I mean, maybe somebody built some big industrial place right next to you and you're like you know what i don't like it here anymore so with the average right. homeowner stays five to seven years so you know keep that in mind also this is our our home for now it doesn't mean it has to be your home for forever exactly and like i talked about on the podcast before this one was that you know what we offer mortgage loans with renovation financing that are built into the loan you know, you can get up to 35000 or if you use the big box stores like Home Depot Lowe's, you yeah. go up to home 100000 Yeah, that's But awesome. does that mean that you can buy a $400,000 house and put a hundred grand into it and the house is still only going to be worth 400000 That's not going to It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it still needs to be within 95%. So we're talking about the, the improved final value of that home. Right. So if you find a home that... You know, it's been sitting on the market for a while that may not be overpriced, but it just may not be move-in ready. People are just like, I just want to get rid of it, or it's more like an estate sale type of thing. Right. We just want to get rid of it. We don't want to put any more money into it, whatever. That's an option for you to be able to do something like that because, you know what, if you got a house and you were able to you know, and it fits in your payment and you were able to get it fixed up the way you wanted it to be and have it as one loan. Sure, you paid 400, say you 400 and you put another 50 or 100 into it and then the final improved value was 500 and whatever thousand, you're good. You know, it also depends on where you're going to put that money to get your best return. Right. So you have right. to think about, okay, Remodel kitchens are number one. You know, people love that when they walk in and there's new appliances. The cupboards are nice. The countertops are not laminate countertops, you know. Right. I mean, exactly. quartz, of course, is, is the most sought after. But there's certain areas where you're going to get your return, especially new flooring. You know, the new flooring is always important, too. Flooring is a big one. But and I think, too, and I mean, do a little bit of Google, do a little bit of Google research. Use your real estate professional. Where's this money going to be best spent? You know, and they're going to say, hey, you know what? Maybe, you know, you, know, you got a two-bedroom house and only has one bathroom. I'd add a bathroom. Add a bathroom. Nobody Maybe wants, add another nobody, bedroom. Yeah. Or another bedroom or right. whatever. But like I said before in the podcast prior, you have to go into whatever house that you're being shown by the real estate professional 
you go into it with an open mind because walls can be removed, <laughs> floor plans can be opened up. Right. And that house can look 100% different than you ever expected it to be. Don't go in there with these blinders on and go, oh, my God. I, and I watch these shows, and the first thing they go is like, oh, it looks so old, and the floor looks nasty, and the cat. Like, we're going to be replacing all of this stuff. Right. It's like, who cares? Right. You know, rip out this wall, open it up, push everything back. Right. You know, yeah. add a covered porch, whatever you want to do. Yeah, look beyond the paint, you know, look beyond the flooring. All that stuff can be replaced and be like brand new, but all that can be changed. You know, it's the, yeah. the cost versus your investment. I mean, you know, you're going to put some money out maybe, but maybe the, the cost of the house is, is priced to reflect that. And so you're getting you're going to get that back. Exactly. house, but then you're going to put this stuff in and it's, it's a major investment because it's all going to be towards value of the home. Right. You know, and there's a lot of times I see people do this. They go, oh, you know what? We're just going to buy this house. And then we're just going to fix it up ourselves. We're just going to put the money on a credit card. And we're going to open up a new account. Right. We're going to take out a little loan. So now you end up with all these extra payments. You know, credit card rates are what? 20% or greater. At least. And it's like... You know, that's not very strategic. I mean, you really got to look at the best option. You know, you've got to be, like I said, I'm always a big one on being strategic. You got to be strategic on on price. You can't just, you know, throw all caution to the wind and and go, you know what, I, I just trust it. You know, I don't need a home inspection. It's going to be okay. Right. You know? It looks okay, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the worst part. Everybody wants that little shiny diamond, but it's those diamonds in the rough where you got something with good bones and it needs just a new fresh coat of paint, some new flooring like you talked about, you know? Well, and like yeah. you were saying about like a rehab loan, so you're talking, you know, they can go out, if they go out and get a big credit card or something and they're paying 20 25% yes. interest on it, they can just yes. do a rehab loan with their mortgage yes. right? and get yes. a pay, like what, 7% yes. instead. Yes, right. exactly. And even if it's, even if, even if the rate was seven and a half, your blended rate from your mortgage that you got at seven or six and a half, say you bought the rate down and you got it, let's just say you got it for six. But then you're going to go and charge 30 or 40 grand on a credit card to get the house the way you want it. And so if you think about it this way, so if they put 30 or 40,000 on their mortgage and pay it, what does that last over the 30 years along with their mortgage? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then what is that going to cost them an extra $40 a month maybe? Exactly. Right. And like I've talked about before, at the end of the day, and I talk about this all the time, at the end of the day, it's about the payment. It, it, you know, people, they talk interest rate. Interest rate is buying power. The higher the interest rate, the lower your buying power. Right. And your payment's going to be higher. But if you can afford the payment and it's comfortable, you know what? You still have the, you know, you're going to be able to write off the mortgage interest and all that. You pretty much date the rate. 
Right. You know, or you rent the rate and you refinance when the rates come down. Because they're not going to stay up there forever. And even if they did, you're still going to be in a better position than you are by waiting because the prices are going to go up. But rates are never going to be at 2% again. So no, the two no. and three. I mean, it's no. somebody's waiting no. on that. They're going to be waiting a lifetime. So, For a long time. Yeah. For a long time. Because Absolutely. it's not going to be there anymore. That's no. unrealistic. They were just, they were spoiled by, you know, they were spoiled by the, uh, by the U.S. government is what it was. Well, we they all got spoiled. kind of spoiled back then, yes. you know, but yes. we, we yep. had to all hibernate pretty much too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So what other pointers do you have for first time home buyers that. For the first time home buyers. Just first time home buyers, any of them know, you know your finances, know what your credit score is, you know, be, and keep an eye on it. And if there's something that's you're close to getting paid off, just pay it off, you know, and get it off your credit report. But just keep it, you know, pull it up. It's free to look at it and just say, wow, OK, I need to pay this. Just get your finances in order and start saving some money, you know, to put yes. the down payment or closing costs or whatever. Yeah. And the thing, too, is even on the down payment, there's down payment assistance programs and all yeah. of those things. So th those are an option. But, you know, like I've talked about so many times, it's like you get a job. Don't plan on quitting that job during after you've been pre-approved. <laughs> yeah. You know, because your pre-approval isn't going to be worth anything. Sure, I said it was the... It was, you know, it was king or queen. That's until you quit. Or make so a major. You don't have any income. Yeah. Or if you quit, you need to have something same field. Yeah. Making is more than you were making before. So shorter commute, something that makes sense. Yeah. And even at that point, I wouldn't risk it. And like if you have it, it's like stop making stuff difficult, you know. Exactly, and wait until you are actually in the home before you go out and purchase new furniture or appliances. Appliances? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, I just want to know. We we don't like the. I mean, I've heard this so many times. Can I? Can I? We have this card when we want to use it to go buy. I'm like, no. Right. Just not wait. until it's closed and done, then you can go. Yes. Buy. Yes, because you know what? And like I explained before, what happens is it changes their credit utilization. Right. And then with the credit utilization changes, you know, so that card that once has $7,000 or $5,000 credit now only has $2,500 and was once a zero payment is now $50 a month in payment. And that changes their debt to income ratio, right? So then they can bounce them out and they don't qualify. Wow. Not so, worth it. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Anything all right. else? No. Final words? That's all. That's all I have for today. Okay. All right. And you guys, thank you again for joining us. You know what? We appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to watch this if you like it subscribe come on there's the button around there remember 
Do what you got to do, and I can't wait to see you next time. Take right. care. Bye. Bye. Woo, that was a lot of information to take in. You know what? I'm proud of you. You hung on it, and you followed it through. So here's the best part. It's only going to get better. I guarantee it. You know what? So what I want you to do is I want you to bookmark this. I want you to watch it, subscribe, and re-watch it. Then, do me a favor. Have your friends watch it and your friends subscribe to it. Until the next episode, I expect to see you in your seat ready and willing. Because remember, you're always going to get what you've always got if you keep doing what you always do. So let's do this. Come on, hustlers.